Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Today we have a, a invite her uh, a guest that is uh, very very interesting. I was reading her bio and let me share it with you. Her name her name is Nicole Duval. She's a transformational uh, empowerment coach, Reiki master for both animals and humans, as well as certified energy healer. She has walked the path, uh, so say, healing herself from severe childhood addiction, narcissism, relationships, depression, anxiety, and just to uh, name a few. And don't we all? It's, it's, it's been, it's been a, a long um, awakening for all of us when we have to have many teachers like this. Over the course of her healing process, she had several spiritual deaths and rebirths, which she published um her into a, a calling her a helping others to heal on being able to intuitively uh, see the core wounding and higher perspectives in her clients need to truly uh, heal themselves. Nicole, can you explain us a little bit more about uh, what do you do, who you are? Because that sounds very interesting. You're the first one that I interviewed that actually also work with animals. Absolutely. <laughs> And thank you so much, Monica, for having me today. Uh, this is such a beautiful opportunity to be able to talk to you and connect with your soul tribe. And um, a little bit deeper into who I am, what I do, like I have always had like this intense passion and connection to animals and plants as you can see behind me like I have a wall of plants <laughs> and this is just a little bit of my collection but um, I have always had this really intense connection to animals and I was in the veterinary field for a very long time and while I was in the field I picked up so much of the negative energies that were going around because I didn't know how to like protect myself. I was completely drained in every way possible while working as a veterinary technician, but I wanted to help heal animals. And I wound up having to get out of the field and pursue other things in life. Um, just through my own inner woundings, like I went on this, this soul's journey, like we all have been on, um, that ultimately led me to my healing. And through all of it, my animals have always been, and not just my animals, but any animals, they've always been right by my side, whether it is my dogs or stray animals or friends animals that I turn around and become like Aunt Nikki to. And like, I, I have a hawk that lives behind us where I live right now, who is my one of my spirit animals and every time she's out there I talk to her and she talks back to me and it's just it's such a beautiful connection so when I was going down this path 
it really just made sense for me to get certified as a Reiki master and then turn around and get certified as an animal Reiki master as well. And one of my, one of the biggest catalysts that I have seen of the energy healing, like in like working in real time has actually been on my own dog, Ty. He's a German shepherd. He's had a really rough life. And that just because of medical issues, his life prior to me finding him and that, and um, about two and a half years ago, he was diagnosed with not only a severe heart murmur, but also degenerative myelopathy. And, that literally, it, either one is a death sentence for a dog his size because he's he's a German Shepherd mix. He's a hundred pounds, and um, right after this diagnosis, we started him on some therapeutic medication for the heart condition, but there was nothing to help with the degenerative myelopathy. So. At that point in time, I had just been certified for um, a Reiki master for animals, and I started doing Reiki on him on a routine, continual basis. And the doctors honestly do not, like, they're baffled at how good he is doing. Most dogs, his size with the progression, with multiple issues going on, everything else, he should be dead. And we have stayed at a consistent level of this equilibrium, I should like with these diseases, that he has been able to have a much, much better quality of life. And I attribute it to the energy healing. There's nothing else that could even remotely be possible that has helped him as much as doing the Reiki energy and that on him. And I did see an amplification of the healing when I got certified as the um, a Reiki master for animals and that too. So it's been, it's been such a beautiful journey and like having him as literal living proof <laughs> of how just amazing and how incredible the just the healing energy is i i have experience i my i had a cat for many years and we're so happy with her silly and for things turn around and we have to adopt my son's dog that uh that he was also he have a, a cruel story how he my son even found it that people throw him into a pool on my mother's and my and my son rescued him when he was drowning from oh the pool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So he had PTSD. And uh, and I didn't want to adopt a dog and also with PTSD, you know, <laughs> that was too much. And at the beginning he was, it's an old dog and I was like, oh my God, uh, he was peeing everywhere. He told me, oh, he's trained mom. It's like, oh, of course he was not trained. And I mean, the cats go to a litter box and you don't have to deal with that thing, you know. You don't have to walk a cat. And dogs are <laughs> very different. And I was like, oh, have time for this and I have to take care of the dog walk the dog clean his mess and trying to teach him at the same time and like I haven't had a dog for a long 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 time I, even if I was raised with dogs 
for a long, long time, I didn't. And I started yeah. trying to teach him how to go on UP and pull outside, not inside. Yeah. No, he didn't want it. He wanted to do it inside. And well, until it hit me, it's like, okay, I teach a telepath uh, how to be a telepath to my students. And it's like, how about if I have conversations with him telepathically? Because obviously my voice is not going through anywhere. And uh, and that's how he I got trained my dog, telling him, no, you can't pee inside the house. And telling me what it was going on with him. And we start having conversations. Now you can see the dog more calm. Now the dog is peeing where it's supposed to go. And, and things shift and change. And just having a conversation with him. And, uh, and many people do not understand that animals do not understand words like our guides. Yes. They don't speak human. And, uh, and if we want to have a conversations with the plants, with trees, with dogs, with anim- all the animals, as the same as our guides, is the same technique. It is the same thing. Open up for that conversation with your animal and that can I'm not gonna say that it's gonna heal them but at least we can listen what their needs are like we all deserve absolutely and yes and I have done Reiki to my cat and it have worked wonderful and uh and that's very 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 good I'm a Reiki master but I have that's the only animal I have tried is my cat so it is very very interesting to talk with uh with someone that actually works with animals and uh, because I believe that part is having a conversation with the animal is very important. Or how do you see that? Or how do you, do you teach people how to do that too? Um, not in the way as far as um, energetics go. So is I the the way my typical conversation goes is because I'm usually talking to people who are not in tune to the energetic world and that kind of stuff. So I have to make my conversation to where it is like comprehended on a 3D level. So I will talk to people about like you have to remember that like it would be like you trying to talk to somebody from a foreign country that they can't understand you, you can't understand them, but you can limp through a conversation by using gestures and pointing and that kind of stuff. But if you've got multiple people in a household and then you've got all speaking the same language and then you've got one person who is speaking the foreign language and all of you are trying to communicate with this one person in different ways saying the same thing that person is going to wind up being so confused and have absolutely no idea what you're trying to convey to them so you have to think about the animal world in the same fashion like if you've got mom trying to train a dog in one way you've got dad trying to train the dog in another way and then you've got the kids saying something else or using a different gesture then that dog is going to be completely confused and in my experience that right there is the single key to the breakdown of communication between you and 
your pets. Because if once everybody gets on the same page and everybody is using the same gestures, everybody is using the same verbiage and everything else, it is so much easier for that animal to pick up on what you're trying to communicate with them. And on an energetic level, it's the exact same way. So <laughs> even with animals, you have mom teaching their kids one way and the dad in a different way, the kids are mm -hmm. going to be confused and later on they're going to be rebel because they don't know who to listen to. It works also in humans. <laughs> we have yep, to... absolutely. <laughs> yes. yes, I agree. I, 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 we do have a lot of uh, family meetings here when we make choices, my kids and me. It's like, okay, we have to make this choice and let's sit together and, and let's talk about how we're going to resolve this. And I believe that is important. Not because I am the mother, because I say so. It does not work. It never works. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And you never know when, like, your kid or one of the kids or your husband or whatever is going to come up with some idea that you never even thought of. Mm -hmm. And, like, it shifts the entire perspective of the conversation that you're having. <laughs> Yes, I agree. I agree. That's why the family meetings is important. And everybody has to contribute to that to be, far, be part of a same family. That's, that's how I manage my house. <laughs> that's beautiful. That is an absolutely beautiful way to, to manage the household. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that you have uh, in your bio, you were talking about that you have many birds and many reapers. I understand what you're saying, but maybe some of our listeners are not uh, do not understand what we're saying, birds and reapers. Can you explain it a little bit more? So essentially, um, I think of them as different layers of spiritual awakenings. So like, in, like I remember back when I was a kid, like being that little creative master, creating these magical mud pies in the backyard. And like I was, and I'm totally dating myself at this point, but um, Shira was my like absolute favorite cartoon character. <laughs> I wanted to be her. And like, deep down inside, part of me knew that like, I was her. And a lot of us, um, especially as light workers, and that we are born with some of our gifts and that activated, but then they are shut down as we, we learn and we integrate into our society. So think of a rebirth as an awakening to those gifts again. And I remember um, back in like high school, I would see all kinds of different um, uh, number sequences and that and not knowing at that point in time that it was actually spirit trying to connect with me and trying to talk to me in a way that like I was open to actually receiving um, communication through them. And then it kind of, it stopped again. And then later on I got into like crystals and essential oils. And those were kind of my real, like my big stepping stones that kind of were the catalyst to the larger awakenings because I started working with the crystals. I started working with essential oils in different ways, getting into meditation. Um, I found I, one of my, um, 
very dear friends, she actually rec- or lended me a book to read. And she's like, you've got to read this. That book literally changed my life. Like it was absolutely incredible, life-changing. And it wasn't a book that you would expect somebody to say, like woke them up. But for whatever reason, that was my catalyst. And it really um, got me to kind of step outside of my box to do even deeper dives into my healing journey. And um, then I turn around and I went to this um, psychic fair and I had my first Reiki session with a dear soul sister of mine. And that just kind of opened up a whole bunch of other doors. And because of all of the trauma that I had gone through up until that point, Reiki wound up being a very gentle, very easy method for me to allow spirit to actually start coming in and working with me because I was so closed off. I was so like my heart was had so many walls around it, but doing that Reiki, going through the process of the the activations and the levels of attunement through Reiki. And actually, it's actually kind of funny because I did, um, and it was definitely not planned, but over the course of two years, I actually wound up getting Reiki master certified three times. Yeah. (laughs) Totally not, uh, not something that I was planning on doing. It just so happened. Um, one course that I took on, um, for energy healing and become a certified energy healer. It had a portion in there dedicated specifically to Reiki. I was able to get recertified through that. And then when I did my animal certification, there was actually a, um, a pre-course that I had to do through that company to get attuned to Reiki again, even though I had already been attuned and it was free. So, okay, why not? You know, you never know if you're going to pick up a little bit more information. So I'm, I'm totally down the book and the learning rabbit hole any chance I can. Um, But then I've also on this death and rebirth cycle, like I, I was suicidal Many, many, many times I tried taking my own life back in 2012, I think it was, and God had other plans for me. But even and even through all of that, like I, I've always known I would never live to see 40. And it was kind of something that I kept to myself. I had a feeling that it was going to be a car accident that something was going to like, I I always had the fear of something either coming through my windshield or coming through like my sunroof on my car. And like that feel like it wasn't something, it's not something that you talk about with people. So it kind of kept it to myself and whatnot. Well, July of last year, I was at a very low point. I had already been on this journey, not seeming to go anywhere. I felt like my feet were like stuck in quicksand And I was coming home from helping a friend out and I had a massive tree branch come through or come at my windshield and a, like a piece of glass that was like this big, like itty, itty, teeny, tiny bit of glass was the only thing that kept 
that branch from coming through my windshield and hitting me in the head. And I had yet another awakening with that happening because I realized that that was my soul saying that like, this is how you were supposed to go out if you wanted to take that route. But I chose to stay. It was like in that split second, I chose to stay. And my my business and everything else was born right after all of this. I got massive downloads for different like for different courses and different healing techniques and like so much started aligning for me after that incident happened that it was like it it was amazing and it was almost like that part of but that part of me that was kind of always going through those depression and I don't want to be here cycles completely lifted. So that, that one pivotal moment, that was definitely like a death rebirth site or point in my life, a very pivotal point in my life to change my trajectory of my life onto this higher path. It is about matter of choice. I, I've been there. I believe many of us have been there in that moment. That is, we have to make the choice, not from our birth mothers that give us birth. It is from the moment that we make the choice that we want to continue living or why we're here and what is our mission to continue doing or not. And many people have also have made the other choice. I'm not going to say it's the right one or the wrong one because it's not up to me to judge them mm -hmm. on the choices. But uh, that was our choice that moment that we did. I I did study I Reiki. I started working with Reiki and I became a, a Reiki master many years ago, about well, about 25 years ago, something like that. My brother-in-law, he's a sun dancer. He's the one that uh, that taught me how to do it, uh, became a Reiki through the, him. But years past, I studied NLP and life coaching and BQH, uh, that is hypnotherapy and so forth. And I, in some day uh, channeling, I discover when I was doing Reiki to a client, it's like, oh, am I telling my client that you're not powerful enough that I have to do it for you? And that's when it hit me that I was needing to observe the things in a different way and start teaching people how to heal themselves, maintain it. Because at the end, it's like going to a great massage. You attune the people, you clear and clear the chakras and align them and open them and so on. So they feel great and so forth. And they go to the miserable life. And mm -hmm. a week later, like like a great massage, they need us again, you know, and they need us again, and they need us again, and and I believe the time of the gurus already ended. The time of the needing someone already ended. So, but it is important to we give them the tools, so like that they can continue doing their work. Am I absolutely? Am I right? 
Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And that's where, for me, where the empowerment and transformational coach aspect of my business comes into play, because there are people out there who aren't ready to take on their power. And if they want to come to me and do a Reiki session, um, and I do essentially, well, not I, but higher, higher power uses me to do the work for them to help them feel better. And we do that cycle until they're ready to step into their own power, then okay, that there, there is a place for that, but ultimately empowering them for their own transformation and allow giving, like you said, giving them the tool to be able to actually do the work themselves. I mean, that is the ultimate goal. And it is so beautiful watching people take back their power one and and you literally just be holding the space for them and helping guide them when they need help and it it creates such a beautiful flow of energy back and forth it's that teacher learner learner teacher you're learning from them they're learning from you as you're teaching them and it it's just it's such a beautiful beautiful energy exchange i i agree with that completely are you teaching classes right now? Um, yes, I do have um, several different offerings that I have on kind of a continual basis, whether it's um, like a one-on-one coaching with me. Um, I've got a healing course that is like a journey through the chakras that I do. And then I've also, um, I do the Reiki sessions for both people and animals. And then um, I have a session, what is called consciousness alchemy, which is essentially me tapping into your, um, like your higher self and working with your higher self in the different aspects of your, your internal family to help shift limiting beliefs and shift different aspects of you that you're holding on to that's like weighing you down. That is important to to be teaching those classes. It's a very good offerings that you have in there. Thank you. Thank you. And and people should take advantage right now if you feel confused. Uh, There are many coaches and many teachers right now that, uh, that we're here to help. Because at the end, this is our mission. That's why we're here. That's why we took that choice, and to again to continue being alive, for helping others. That's part of our mission, and this is important. And I saw also in your in your bio that uh, you work with the ego in different levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you work with people? Oh, in in that way. So a lot of it. Um is having them go inside and for first off we start off with meeting their inner beings because we are all multifaceted beings and like i don't know if um you've seen the movie inside out it's a i believe it's like a pixar movie it is Absolutely adorable. It's a kid's movie, but it is, it depicts this so perfectly. And just think of it as like you have all these inner beings within you that actually control you. So 
you have your ego, you have an internal mother, you have an internal father, i.e. the divine feminine, divine masculine, you have a keeper of beliefs, you have your higher self, and you have all of these other part-time personalities that only come out when, quote unquote, needed. Well, a lot of those part-time personalities and the beliefs that ego is portraying in your physical reality are based on things that have happened when you were like seven years old or younger, or stuff that you've picked up over the years through programming that you weren't even aware of. So what I like to do, and um, I do this in my one-on-ones class or my my one-on-one sessions, and also this is the core of the Consciousness Alchemy sessions, is we actually go in and we talk to and have a conversation with ego, with your higher self, and with like your keeper of beliefs and anybody else that needs to come forward. And we have a conversation with these internal beings on why they're holding on to whatever the issue is. And we work with these beings to actually shift your energy and re- like literally release and let go of all of the limiting beliefs around that particular topic. And then we recode with the new narrative that you're wanting to follow. So it's a different a different technique, a different aspect and a different way to look at doing a lot of the energy work. And it brings that person into the session just as much as you are, which in turn is empowering them as well. That sounds like very similar as NLP, neurolinguistic programming, because that's, that's what you're doing. We can call them ego or we can call them uh, aspects of trauma where it started the trauma that that's where you're releasing, and that's is is very similar as NLP. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is amazing when you can see someone releasing that energy. It is amazing. Yes. I, I love it every time I see it. And what do you mean with uh, biohacks? That kind of plays into the working with the different aspects. So if you kind of think about like your quote unquote typical way of healing. You release a layer, you heal, you release another layer, you heal, you release another layer, you heal. And eventually you get down to the root cause. By doing like the consciousness alchemy sessions or like NLP and that you are getting to the root of the problem like almost immediately or getting very, very close to the root of the problem immediately. So you can shift multiple layers at once. Yes. So I, I just kind of, I call it biohacking just because it, it's, I don't want to say taking a shortcut because it's not there. There's no shortcut in it, but my big thing is who says this has to be hard. Who says this healing has to take forever. And if you can like, quote unquote, biohack to the roots and get it shifted right away and then start following that new narrative today, instead of five years from now, why wouldn't you? Yes, I do agree. I have been asked many times, would you change something uh, from your past? It's only the trauma. 
but I will not change the experience. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we are who we are thanks to the our experience that we have lived in the past. So I don't want to forget what I have lived before, my experience before, because that will make me who I am now. Absolutely. And like I found this quote the other day that just absolutely blew my mind and I love it. It's you are not or you know you're on the right track when you're not interested in looking back. And it that in an, that just that quote in and of itself just sums up everything that I feel is relevant with whether you're on just a healing journey through trauma or you're on a spiritual journey or you're on both, like to be able to get to that point where you can live every day, happy and present, full of love and compassion towards everybody, everybody and everything while letting go of your past but still holding on to the wisdom and actually cherishing that trauma because it really has made you who you are, but you don't have to dwell on it and you don't have to hold the grudges against the people that hurt you or anything else like that. It is just such a beautiful place to live by. Like you don't need all the wealth in the world and you don't need to have like this, 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 and this because inside you are just like you're wealthy you're wealthy in all the ways that are and you start observing what you learn from each person that harm you or or damage you in in a way because in a way they were only teachers it is a hard way to see it's a hard way to accept but the faster you observe what you learn from that lesson you don't have to repeat it yes absolutely Uh, I know we talk about that you were going to do a meditation. Would you like to do it so I can leave you the screen alone? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me pin this one. Yes. I am here. You need me. All right. Everybody, let's just take a couple of deep breaths and get present. Let's take your grounding cord from your heart chakra, move down through all of your lower chakras down into Mother Earth. And as your cord spirals down, allow beautiful, beautiful thick roots to just come off of your cord, just grounding you into our beautiful Mama Gaia's energy. And just before your cord locks into the heart of Mother Gaia, let's just ask her permission to lock into her heart space. And of course, she's always going to say yes, but we're showing her that respect and honor that she deserves. 
Now let's take another cord from our heart space going up through our crown, up into the sky, through the cosmos. As we connect into the womb of the great creator. And at this moment, we're going to allow beautiful golden energy to be flown down our, our cord that is connected to the creator. And we're going to allow diamond white energy to be flowing up from our beautiful mother Gaia, where they meet in our heart space. And as they meet, this energy is just going to expand out, filling our heart, filling our abdomen. It's going to go out as a beautiful sphere of light, consuming every cell, every molecule in our bodies, down to the subatomic level. Filling all of the empty space within us. So it flows out through our whole being, out into the space around us. Just allow the sphere of beautiful golden and diamond white light that's swirling and mixing together to just expand out into the room that you're in. Expand it out into your home, your street, your city. Expand it out into your state, your country. Let it envelop the whole world. And from this point, I call forth all of our guides, our teams, the archangels, the galactic councils, our ascended masters, everyone's ancestors, higher selves, all beings of light and love to come forth. And shower this beautiful planet that we live on, every person, every animal, every plant, every microorganism, shower every being on this earth with love and compassion, healing energies. So that we can allow unification inequality, love, compassion, healing to come forth within every being.
And as you send out this love and compassion, release any and all judgments, release any and all opinions. There are no right and wrong. No one's better than another. We are all equal. We are all one. We are one collective consciousness residing upon this beautiful earth. Let's increase our frequency of love and compassion for all. as we do this, notice that within our beautiful sphere of golden white light, you start noticing green and pinks. These are healing and love frequencies just flowing in, not only from us, but also from all of our beings of light and love assisting us in this process. And notice all of these beautiful orbs of pink and green it's floating down and resting into the heart spaces of all who are willing and open to receive this energy transmission. And at this time, we're going to set the intention that this energy continues to flow for as long as it's needed. As we come back into our physical vessels, pull our cords back into our heart space. ground this energy into our beautiful mother. And when you're ready, start wiggling your toes and your fingers and you can come back. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. This and uh, uh, I just trying to to be totally present here now. <laughs> <laughs> it usually takes me a few minutes to like fully come back. <laughs> I am here. Here I am. I am here. <laughs> to be present. Oh gosh. Yes, and you teach this uh, kind of uh, classes in in, um, in your groups. You have a group or you have a... Um... Um, I have a business page. It's called Awaken the Divine You. 
And that's where you can find all of my offerings where I do um, meditations. And this upcoming Wednesday, I will be doing a free consciousness alchemy session around healing um, the inner self-worth for anybody who is interested in joining. Okay. You, you guys, uh, it is in the description. On top of this video, you can find that information. So like that, you don't forget to look uh, this Wednesday. It's going to be. And also, uh, she have her YouTube and she have her Instagram in there and her SoundCloud at the same time. So it is in the description. So don't don't miss it. And I wanted to ask you, where do you see your, where do you see yourself in the... And let's put it like that in five years, because I know there are many shifts and changes that are coming for all of us. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So after my um, after my accident last summer, I was gifted this vision of what my life is going to be in the near future, like in I. I could tell I wasn't much older than I was at the time that that happened, but I see myself, um, I see, and not just myself, I see Awaken the Divine You growing, expanding, and becoming a huge platform for people to um, utilize as healing and transforming their own lives and that through different modalities and i'm really allowing spirit to just guide me with when to launch the next offering when to tap into the next whatever it is whatever people are ready for and um i know that with this is going to come my horse rescue that I'm wanting to do. It's going to come with, well, my plant business is already up and um, up and going. And that, and that was another part of this vision that I was given on top of um, being able to teach uh, sustainability and working with um, like native plants and animals and that kind of stuff to our area and teaching kids this. And it was just such a beautiful, beautiful vision. And like, I have several times like told spirit, like, okay, like if this is not the highest realm for me, then help me shift this. I I don't want to hold on to this if there is something else that I'm supposed to be doing. And every time I do a meditation around like, where do I see myself or what's coming? It always takes me into another picture within that vision. So like, I am so excited just to see what spirit brings in through my business, through myself and through those who will be working with me in Awaken the Divine You piece, I don't see it just being me. I see it being multiple people working as a a conglomerate, essentially, and that within the business. So, <laughs> yes, this is a, even if it is very strange because our path where we all choose, it was to, of course, to 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 do the internal work that is a personal work. And that, make, that took us to be a very alone in a way. 
and right. separate and let go many friends and let go even family, let go many things that they were not resonating anymore with us and stepping us on our honor and our thoughts on who we are. But at the same time, it's not a job that is, it is not a work that is only for us. It is, it has to be expanding for the rest of the people that is, that is already ready and open. Absolutely. That's where it comes to soul tribes. Yes. So <laughs> I, I do see all ourselves working together for the same benefit from the planet Earth. And the sustainability, it is very, very important that we all learn how to do it. Every time I kill a plant, it's like, oh my God, what do I do to you? <laughs> Too much water or I do not put enough water. <laughs> it's important that they be teachers for that so we don't kill plants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Or the possums do not take our tomatoes. But, but well. <laughs> In my case, it's my dog. He like he thinks he's a vegetarian, or the one dog, Ty. He thinks he's a vegetarian. So anytime I have had a vegetable garden, he's my thief. possums. <laughs> and I know they're vegetarians, but well... We need to find ways to actually, because things are going to change, where we're going to need to actually learn to survive from the earth. And things are going to change. And that is important. Beside of having the contact directly with Mother Earth, that is so relaxing. And that's the best meditation that we can do. Connect. Mm, absolutely. And that is going to be very important. And thank you for doing that. Thank you for being you. Thank you. <laughs> would you have something else that you would like to add? Um, I don't think so. Um, if anybody has any questions about the work that I do or working with me, feel free to message me. Um, you can either message me on my, my personal page or my business page, either one. I'm very responsive to any messages. And it has been just an absolute pleasure and that chatting with you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And for the people that are seeing gonna see that are seeing it, I really appreciate your presence. And uh and for the people that are gonna see it later on, I can feel your presence too. And I hope uh you enjoy it and please share it with your friends. And remember this channel survived from your donations and I really appreciate um all your help. And I just um uh, I have to repeat this. I really um, wanted to announce that the Heart of the Artist talk at the end of October is, uh, I'm going to need to bring it down and only continue with Soul Talk. Yeah, Christy is here. She's sending us kisses. Beautiful, Christy. Uh, I have to um, bring it down, uh, the Heart of the Artist talk, because I need time for myself, guys. And I can be doing two podcasts in the week. I, I need uh, time for me and uh, and my kids need me. So I already have booked uh, some people. So at the end of the month, we're going to be uh, bringing that one down. And uh, the next week, we have in the heart of the artist talk, uh, an amazing woman that she is, she works with minerals. And whatever mineral you want to ask her, she knows all the 
uh, for what is good for that I'm terrible that she is uh, she knows what is good for how uh, everything about all the stones and her name is Anna Anna Minerals Anna Marie Minerals in fact well obviously her last name is not Minerals but that's how she's called and uh, that is going to be in the, the next Sunday at 6 p.m. And the next Monday, we have Michael Schumann, that he works for a sustainability, how to feed the world. And he started a foundation. And that is going to be in Salt Talk uh, the next week at 7 p.m. And now I'm launching the, pro the program, How to Raise Your Standards in a Relationship. And the relationship not necessarily has to be with a husband. And I'm not here to tell you to leave them or not to leave them. That's your choice. That's not my job to advise you in that way. But to actually learn to release yourself, your shame, your guilt, your blame, and becoming responsible and empowering yourself. That is uh, that is why my, my class is going to be three days. Uh, it starts in October 20, 21, and 22, and it's only for 30 days. If you want more information, just contact me. And I will be more than glad to give you that information. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you, Nikki. It is really my pleasure to have this conversation. And finally, see you. Uh, hopefully, one day we're going to meet in, in person, everybody. And we're going to hug mm. each other. But for Absolutely. Now, <laughs> beautiful to at least see you soon. <laughs> Thank you, Monica. It has been an absolute pleasure. And that, and yes, I'm sending you energetic hugs through the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Christy says, beautiful boundaries, Monica Ramirez. Love you. Uh, this for you. And both looking gorgeous. Uh -huh. Thank you, darling. <laughs> such a beautiful lady and also an amazing teacher. You have to check her also uh, her, her page, Christy Bondry. Love you too all. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.